everybody, welcome back to Stingray to Starkland, a Warriors Cat Reread podcast. I'm Paz. I'm Julian. And I'm Craig. <laughs> no, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm Liz. Just a little just a little joke, a little humor, you know? From me to the listener. <laughs> well, I'll probably put uh, that'll probably be at the end, the the context. Well, look forward to that, I guess. The end of the episode where we, yeah. we explain the joke at the beginning. Well, no, just where I put the beginning pre-intro. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry, this is going to be another late episode. I have been having computer issues. Um, but hopefully nothing will happen to this recording and if not we have craig that's why craig is here thank you craig thank you craig thank you, but craig. with a caveat craig if you <laughs> uh, oh listen, look at me craig if you fuck up i'm gonna kick you <laughs> we'll ban you from this exclusive <laughs> podcast server <laughs> you realize craig was like on a probationary period <laughs> listen podcasting's cutthroat man yeah, that's true. Craig's on thin fucking ice. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the cats of ThunderClan. Uh, yeah. Hey. Yeah, uh-huh. Wow, look at that that segue. That's some professional podcasting. Seamless. Thank you, thank you. Craig, um, that's what you have to live up to. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so we're, we're continuing Fire and Ice. Uh, she's getting real. We read chapters, what was it? 22 through 25. Yeah. Yeah. They were a doozy. A lot they happened. They sure were. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, let's, let's hop into these summaries. So, chapter 22. Patrols keep reporting that RiverClan and ShadowClan have been scented in ThunderClan territory. Meanwhile, Fireheart is busy hunting, trying to look after Cloudkit, Cinderpaw, and Brackenfall. Graystripe is Brackenfall's mentor again, uh, but is still slipping away to see Silverstream often. The camp no longer has Green Cough. Fireheart goes to visit Cinderpaw, who is staying with Yellowfang. She tells him the exercises for her injured leg hurt a lot, though she is still cheerful. Fireheart says he likes spending time with her and he misses their training sessions, which makes Cinderpaw sad. She says she probably can't be a warrior anymore, and Fireheart says no instead of anything supportive or even offering any alternatives. <laughs> <laughs> then Fire no no editorializing here. Mm-hmm. Then Fireheart asks about what happened when the monster hit her. Um, fearing that Tigerclaw had something to do with it, but Cinderpaw can't remember. They talk about Cloudkit instead, and Fireheart expresses how worried he is about Cloudkit being bullied in the future for being born a kitty pet. Cinderpaw reassures Fireheart, even though he hasn't done much of the same <laughs> for her. <laughs> Fireheart asks Bluestar if he can go to the next gathering, and she agrees. He then goes to see Cloudkit, and Brindleface tells him he might have a fever, which worries Fireheart. He overhears the other apprentices mocking Cloudkit for this. Then he meets Sandpaw, who is also going to the gathering. They talk about how it's odd she hasn't made a warrior yet, and she, 
as she reassures mm-hmm. him about Cloud Kid's future. Later, they all leave for the gathering. At the gathering, Fireheart greets some cats from WindClan as they wait for RiverClan and ShadowClan to arrive. Uh, Bluestar doesn't wait for the normal introductions and announces immediately that RiverClan has been hunting in ThunderClan territory. There is more arguing, and Crooked Star, the RiverClan leader, says an unknown ThunderClan warrior has been sent into RiverClan. Both Fireheart and Graystripe realize he must mean Graystripe. <laughs> Whoopsie. Tiger Claw accuses RiverClan and ShadowClan of joining together against them, and Crooked Star accuses ThunderClan of doing the same with WindClan. The leaders keep arguing until a cloud passes over the moon. Uh, Running Nose, the Shadow Clan Medicine Cat, and Yellow Fang say the Star Clan is angry. They fall at the gathering, and that the darkness is a sign to stop. Um, chapter twenty-four. Tall Star ends the gathering because of a sign from Star Clan, and all the clans leave. Fireheart hopes Graystripe will be willing to talk, but he only agrees to meet Silverstream at Forest Trees instead of in River Clan territory. Graystripe is still upset with him. They return from the gathering, and Fireheart checks on Cloudkit. Uh, Blue Star tells everyone that RiverClan and ShadowClan have joined together and are now a threat. Fireheart is uneasy, thinking of RiverClan's difficulty and ShadowClan's reduced numbers. The next day, Cloudkit is recovered from his fever. Fireheart watches Cloudkit happily as he plays hunt as he play hunts a ball of moss. Then he sees a scary leg. <laughs> <laughs> Liz read these summaries. I'm reading them for the first time. Oh, it does. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, I really can't argue with that. <sighs> then he sees a scary lake and tells Cloud Kid to stop. It's actually, <laughs> it's actually Tiger Claw who gives the moss ball back and says to Fireheart that he should be careful with his quote-unquote playthings. Chapter 25. Brindleface calls Cloudkit away and Tiger Claw leaves ominously. Then Whitestorm, Mousefur, Sandclaw, and Fireheart go patrol the Shadow Clan border but smell the other clan before reaching it. Fireheart recognizes the scent but he but can't remember which Shadow Clan warrior it's from. The patrol also finds rabbit bones which were apparently left by the Shadow Clan as a sign of disrespect. Whitestorm is angry and says they have to tell Blue Star and punish Shadow Clan. When the patrol returns, Blue Star has already left for her own patrol. White Storm tells Tiger Claw about the rabbit bones, and they quickly decide to retaliate against Shadow Clan. Sandpaw isn't allowed to go, and Tiger Claw tells Fireheart to stay behind, leaving him as the only warrior in the entire camp. Yellowfang recognizes the scent on Fireheart as Broken Star's, and he realizes that was who he was smelling earlier. She says Broken Star and his friends must be the ones trespassing on their territory and not Shadow Clan and that Fireheart has to stop Tigerclaw before he attacks ShadowClan. Fireheart can't leave the camp undefended in case Brokenstar attacks, so he sends Brackenpaw instead. He manages to tell the rest of the clan all of this right before Brokenstar shows up. And that's the end of our reading. It's a very dramatic place to leave off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was a very, like dramatic set of chapters yeah uh especially like the first like chapter 22 is just 
beat after beat, uh, the stuff starts coming and it don't stop coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a it shows a set of chapters in terms of um, poorly thought out writing decisions, but also then good writing. You get you get it both. Yeah, you really do. It's it's a it's a little of uh, you you get a little ableism, you get a little cat racism, you get a little uh, excellent plot beats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this is what warrior cats is about, baby. <laughs> tasting platter. Uh, um, let's let's take. Where should we start? So just uh, start from the beginning. Um, Graystripe continues to not be shit. Uh, oh my god, makes me so mad. I'm. I don't know what like ten year old me was thinking when I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, Graystripe is cool." Okay, I also feel like I remember Graystripe being cool, but I only knew him from like a new prophecy onwards. Yeah, um, I think he does some cool stuff maybe in later books, but uh Yeah, I this He's struggling. <laughs> he's a shitty teen now. <laughs> this is really clouding my perception of him. <laughs> um Like Grappenpaw's sad little oh, I guess he just doesn't have time for I me or whatever is just awful. It's so sad. To sort of to sort of what we're talking about, it starts off with like, um, like Greystripe's missing again, and Fireheart's basically asking Brackenpaul, like, "Oh, where'd he go?" And Brackenpaul's like, "He went hunting without me." So sad. Brackenpaul's like, "He said I could go tomorrow," and like, of course, God, we all yeah. tomorrow is never gonna come. Yeah. It has such the tone of like, tiny child says, "Oh, my dad just went out to get milk." No. Yeah. <laughs> Like, kid waiting for uh, their parents to come pick them up. Like, oh, I'm sure they'll be here soon. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Why is Graystripe not being, like, reprimanded more? It's pretty obviously he's not training his apprentice. Right, well, Fireheart has this moment where he's like, oh, Fireheart knew that Tigerclaw wouldn't accept Brackenpaw's answers so easily. And it's like, well, Tigerclaw, do your job. <laughs> yeah. Be yeah. menacing. Graystripe should be menaced a bit. He should have been menaced, like, two weeks ago. He needs to have, I guess, like, a disciplinary meeting with the manager. That is Tiger Claw. Yeah. There was also, like, a... Apparently, like, a big time skip or something, because it mentioned, like, the last gathering didn't happen because it was cloudy, which was very funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a very funny note. Um, so that means, yeah. like, at least... A, one moon cycle has passed by or something. I'm like a little. Com- I, I, this makes a lot of sense actually for why the clans are in such like political disarray. If they can only meet once a month, if it's not cloudy, and they live in England. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. It's really um, setting themselves up for failure. Yeah. It's that a uh, seasonal whatever thing, right? I, I was gonna say like. Like, oh, what happens if there's a gathering and there's, like, an eclipse? But I'm, like, I'm fairly certain that's a plot point that happens later, so, um, you know. They're, they're cats. They like it to be sunny when they go. They want to, you know, soak in 
the... not even the sun. It's the morning. It's at night. <laughs> oh. Um. Well, fuck if I know. Uh, it's also like not to not to criticize the the world building here, but like when the when there's a full moon out, it's much harder to see the stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I get the whole plan. like cyclical nature or whatever. Do it on the new moon. And if it's in the new moon, you probably won't even notice if there's uh, clouds. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who came up with that rule, but um, I think they they uh, planted the seeds for a lot of political problems. <laughs> imagine, imagine if they were just like, yeah, let's meet every two weeks. Yeah, Cats don't have calendars. Let's meet every eight days which is how many paws we have on two front legs i think what what <laughs> Wait. how many paws let's hold like, on what kind of cats paws? are you looking at <laughs> <laughs> how many beans how many toes i didn't want to say toes oh my god <laughs> i was imagining like a fucking swipe here <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like fucking like cat bus from my neighbor Totoro. Oh god. That's actually how all the cats look, it's just not mentioned. <laughs> Where they keep all their magic. Yeah. <laughs> their eight legs. <laughs> uh, maybe it's just um, the leaders who have eight legs where they keep their wow. laughs. You become president. You just pop out just... for extra legs. <laughs> oh God, I hate this. Actually, yeah, I know <laughs> I suggested it, but it's very bad. <laughs> I know the sound it makes. It's like ah! <laughs> stop. <laughs> uh, okay, we're gonna move on from that. Um, yep. <laughs> I mean, speaking of legs, the next part in oh, this chapter God. is uh, Cinderpaw makes her <sighs> speaking debut again. Wow. Um, yeah, and there, I, this is the time to really talk about, like, the, the problems that come up with her character and honestly continue yeah. to be a theme throughout Warriors to this day, apparently, based on what I've seen on, like, Twitter and forums and stuff. Yeah, Mike. it's no. Go ahead. It's like no. It's like it's really great to like see her as a speaking character again, and it really sucks that like they have apparently have cat physical therapy, yeah. but it's like well, nothing can be done. Yeah, I mean, like it's nice that she's like not like deeply depressed and like. Like, she's, like, it hasn't, like, destroyed her, like, character. Not destroyed her character, but, like, I don't know how to word it. Like, she still has the same personality. Yeah, like, Mm -hmm. it hasn't, like, completely changed, like, the, like, personality and purpose of, like, her as a character in the book. Um, I mean, that's really about all I can say (laughs) for Yeah, it's, uh... It sucks. I mean, I guess, like, kind of brief spoilers, but, like, mm-hmm. 
she ends up becoming a medicine cat, which is sort of the thing that happens to any disabled cat is like, well, you're a medicine cat now, Um, which is just like, cool, like, that's all you can do. Yeah, and and that them getting that position is like ninety five percent of the time like against their choice in some way or form, mm-hmm. um, because it's just like no, you cannot be a warrior at all. Yeah, and it's especially like in literally the next chapter we meet Deadfoot. Yeah, that was a really egregious like the like the scene like kind of like right after this is is Deadfoot showing up and like his physical disabilities even like pointed out because it says like oh he's limping um and there he is being the deputy and it's like it literally doesn't make sense yeah <laughs> like it's... doing that to Cinder Paul's character it's yeah. it's not even like I don't know the, what you said before about like how so many like of the disabled characters are forced to become medicine cat that's not even a case of like oh this one became a medicine cat and now like can give perspective on you know better care for like other disabled characters it's not like that it's just like you cannot have the job you want anymore yeah yeah it like Cat physical therapy exists, which is nice to see, but, like, that really doesn't get utilized in any good way going forward or in this scene, really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's no, like, oh, you should, like, you know, do your exercises so that, like, you can regain some motion and, like, you know... It'll be easier for you to be a war- you know it's not even that's not even like presented as a as an option yeah um, no. um i I was reading around a bit and watched some videos on this topic that um I figured I would shout out and like quote from um so there's a really good video on YouTube by trans Redtail great name um <laughs> Just called uh, Disability and Warrior Cats if you want to check it out. Um, yeah, it's really good. But yeah, it's a good video, and he's disabled himself, so he was speaking from that perspective about disability in the video. And kind of like the three main points in the video um, were like, one, any disabled cat cannot become a warrior is like a running theme. Um, and two, when writing a disabled character, the errands frequently choose to have the surrounding characters make decisions for them, often unwanted decisions. And then three was, like, indications that life as a disabled person is less than life as an able person. It's kind of like the reoccurring themes when it comes to how disabled characters are written in Warriors. And then also points out that, like, Disabled characters exist as plot points or as a way to create pity or guilt in the surrounding uh, cast of characters, which is also definitely true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely happening here with like Cinderpaw as sort of fuel for Fireheart. Fire- Fireheart's man pain. Um, yeah. It's 
the scene where you know he goes to see her is like so so frustrating because here is this like young apprentice who had like who's really cheerful and enthusiastic and so clearly happy to see him because she's bored out of her mind and it the scene just becomes about like how sad he is that she doesn't have a future and how it's his fault and how suddenly he's worried that the same thing will happen to his nephew and she like this kid is the one who ends up comforting him about his nephew and all of his worries about cloud kit that he doesn't really have for her anymore yeah it sucks that like he has immediately jumped from being worried about her to like being worried about cloud kit as though he's just completely given up on her as like a person that he needs to care about her future yeah Um, it's so weird that he doesn't like like fight for her at all or like encourage her at all like it's just like her fate is sealed without really any discussion the the thing he says about like oh well when maybe we can go hunting again and we'll find you the the slowest prey possible and she just like laughs instead of like being sad because that's it's so patronizing and it it makes all these assumptions about it's not like being accommodating towards her because she didn't ask for any of that yeah like she wants to be a warrior um and like i just i can see a way that it could have been like trans redtail talks about this um and has like a lot of really good videos of like how disabled kids actually move um that's really like helpful for the for the well what about the realism um (laughs) crowd because like spoiler alert it turns out that cats that like lose the use of their back legs can actually scamper around pretty well yeah like even Um, even cats are like completely paralyzed in their in their um back legs like still move around pretty good yeah um but like I can see like a alternative in where where like Fireheart is like, yeah, like, you know, I'm gonna help you with your physical therapy and we're gonna like figure out ways for you to hunt that are different and like, you know, maybe you'll have a slightly different role as a warrior, but yeah. you'll still be able to like hunt and do patrols and like, you know, it's just it sucks to see him completely give up on her. And it also I wish I know that this would require like an acknowledgement of the fact that Fireheart is being ableist, but I wish she got to be angry about it. <laughs> yeah, it's like the book doesn't the the framing of this is just like non-existent in the book. Like it doesn't it there is no like self-awareness of what it's doing, um, and like it's kind of just presented like as is like yep this is like what's happening now and like fireheart's reaction to it is not portrayed as like bad or anything it's just yeah it's yeah. it's so like thoughtless and like lazy i don't um yeah. someone uh someone mentioned before how in the next chapter we um we see deadfoot again and also like 
just a note still the worst name possible to give absolutely yeah oh god it sucks (laughs) that's um that is another thing in warriors is like once cats um get like injured or physically disabled in a way like so they get renamed it's very weird i think they should be able to choose better ones for themselves god yeah um but yeah what it's such a missed opportunity too because one there's like the precedent of um mentors taking their apprentices to gatherings why not just have fire fireheart take cinderpaw there and meet this extremely like respected um perfectly happy right. like other warrior who is very much in the who has like a very similar experience to her yeah like they're on good terms with wind clan mm-hmm. yeah i just i don't know like it was just like non-thinking on the part of the authors i think but like the juxtaposition like because like deadfort being like mentioned again the story comes so soon after that cinderfall stuff and it's just like you're not even like making sense within your own narrative it's like wow that's it's just it's extremely it's bad it's like on on the subject of disability it's bad and also on the subject of like just plotting it's real bad yeah yeah, yeah. and like i don't know i like I think the the name thing is awful. I don't think it's like I don't hate the idea of like taking a new name when something like as life changing as like a major disability happens to you because that does like mm-hmm. like disability does change yeah. the way you identify um, for a lot of people. But like the fact that it's not anyone's choice is that it's like the leader giving you this like yeah oh well your your foot is dead now and that's who you are like uh, yeah bad yeah i don't know i also like obviously i have thought a lot about disability recently because like i just got out of the reason we didn't record for like a month and a change was because i had surgery on Mm -hmm. my arm that i couldn't use for six months and like that's definitely not the same as like a permanent disability um but like i thought a lot about what it means to like lose the use of one of your limbs um Mm -hmm. and i wish they had handled this differently yeah um another good um point that came up on a thread i was looking on um the same forum as last time what is it again RC, uh, WCRPforums.com, which is like the most active big Warriors forum right now, um, there was a thread about Warriors Cat Ableism, and this was a post made by a deleted member, but they made a really good point. Um, I'll just read part of it. I think uh, this is a thing that's forgotten a lot when adults argue about this stuff. These are books for kids. The cats already have superpowers, there's already magic out the ass, with star clans sending mystical prophecies that foretell the future and manipulating the weather. And saying that there wouldn't be physically disabled characters with positive life as a warrior because it's unrealistic is just oof. I think people forget just how much positivity, good rep, 
brings into the life of kids and good physical disabled rep in popular kids media isn't common enough for my liking. Um, a three-legged warrior will not break my immersion. A warrior without a tail shouldn't break my immersion. Blind and deaf warriors are not immersion breaking for me if kittens talk fairly well when they're a month old. I can easily <laughs> buy lip reading with, with all the series is thrown at us. Here's a great list. With all the series is thrown at us, ghost badgers, superpowers, future telling prophecies, cat heaven and hell invading the real world, being able to kill ghosts, magic spirit weather, miracle plant medicine, cats farming, <laughs> cats amputating with rocks, magic water that lets you visit the afterlife and talk to ghosts, cats literally dying and coming back from the dead and more. I can live with disabled characters and I'm not sure why it's such a big deal that would absolutely destroy the immersion for other people. Um, but yeah, the main the main point in this that like this is a kids series and like kids are reading this and seeing this stuff and how like that could like negatively impact a disabled kid reading this is like really important to think about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I like Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, that's no, okay. I think like there was a lot of the Twitter threads that we're talking about have come out of a hashtag. Yeah, I think it's hashtag Warrior Cats Ableism. Mm -hmm. um, and there was a recent discussion of something that happened in like one of the most recent books, and it does sound like um, someone wrote a letter, and the uh, Harper Collins said that they would like work on doing better. Yeah, in future I think books. I think they actually like edited a line out in like future like um releases like oh, whatever nice. book editions you said um gosh i wish i could find that again um but I think it was like yeah i don't know where the fuck i saw it when i was like reading all this stuff <laughs> um so i mean the hashtag like is great and i think it has brought some awareness of the issue hopefully um, so I'm hoping the series, like, improves on that front going forward. Yeah, it's, it's so, so much a thing that's, like, been going on for so long, it's still so popular, and yeah. it's still a pretty recent, like, fumble, or just not yeah. since that that's happened, and that it's only been recently corrected. Um, they, they, sh they must have the budget now for, like, a sensitivity reader. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I it's better to catch that early. They, they find one. Yeah. Find several, please. Um, you know, it's already like it's a team book yeah. already. Yeah, yeah exactly. An another point um Trans Redtail made in his video is that like just like have more disabled characters so that like like um representing like a plethora of experiences means like you know if like a disabled character dies or something like if there's a lot of other disabled characters it's less like egregious but the fact that mm -hmm. like there's so few disabled characters and they frequently go through like the same sorts of plot points um yeah it's it's like not um it's bad it's not yeah. good representation mm -hmm. and it needs to be like fixed How they yeah this. like if you have multiple disabled characters you can show like characters having conflicting ideas about their own disability mm -hmm. and like 
you know, you have, because there is a diversity of like how people feel about their own disabilities, like within the disabled community. Yeah. And if you have a lot of cats, then like (laughs) if one of them dies, it's not, well, that was the only disabled character who had any agency and now they're dead. I mean, it's a similar principle as like writing like queer characters. It's like if you have, if you have like more than like one or two of like the like minority group you're representing, then like you can just represent like more experiences that way, and like they don't have to carry like the whole like uh, group like on their shoulders. And yeah, it's just it's just more realistic to have a variety of characters. It would also be good to have, like, the t- disabled characters talk to each other instead of just having yeah. them only yeah. talk to abled characters yeah. and be their comforting, like, soothing, I feel whatever. like that might happen in A Power of Three, but it is yeah. not necessarily done well. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll see when we get there. Um, Enough times ahead. Oh god, uh, there's an airplane flying. Oh uh, no. Do you hear it? Yes. Yeah, I do. It's just where I live. I'm so sorry. Um Oh my god, my my audacity waves. <laughs> Go away. I'll silence them with a stroke oh, mute. of this my is terrible. mouse. <laughs> um Oh, yeah, okay. And, and another point Transmetail um, brought up was the fact that, like, a lot of disabled characters are, are forced into the medicin- me- medicine cat position, and then, like, that's a position where you aren't allowed to have children, which yeah. is Jeez. a very, like, I forgot about that. Uh, it's definitely unintentional, unintentional mm-hmm. but, like, the parallels to real world, like, eugenics and, like, how, like, real-world yeah. disabled people, like, often have trouble starting a family because the way the government, like, doesn't provide good, like, support or money, um, and, like, you kind of yeah, can't, like you, you can't, can't marry because, get married when yeah. you lose your benefits. Um, it's... So, the yeah, the fact that, like, no children kind of happens to a lot of disabled characters through this medicine cap position is yikes. It also, like, like you were talking about where it's, like, the disabled character takes on this role of, like, comforting the abled character about their yeah. own disability mm-hmm. is, like, the medicine cat role is in some ways kind of an extension of that, where it's like, okay, well, you have to be the caretaker now for everyone. Uh, that's your job. Like, ooh. It's, it's so patronizing and also just bitter because, well, we, we won't provide you the care that you need but please give it to me yeah (laughs) and like this is like in later books but um jay feather like being a blind protagonist lots of people have also raised the point of like you also get the weird like disabilities as like superpowers or like or like the trope of like yeah. disabled character whose like disabilities quote unquote like m- like god what is the phrase I'm looking for 
I my brain is empty. It's like it's like, like counteracted, counteracted yeah. by like their super natural abilities. So it's like, oh, he's blind, but oh, don't worry, he's not really blind yeah. because he can still see via the magic mm-hmm. of Star Clan. And it's like, well, cowards. Yeah. There's also a, um, I can't remember if it was just in Twitter threads or in the YouTube video of, of like blind cats hunting flies, which was very cute. Um, so like, screw like like realism because these books don't have realism. But like once again, like cats with disabilities are very capable. Yeah, it. I mean, the like the realism argument feels a lot like the same kind of discussions that come up anytime that like there's characters of color in like fantasy or like medieval novels where it's like oh it's not realistic and it's like god there's dragons and also like and it also is realistic. black people existed <laughs> in, in medieval europe but like yeah it's literally yeah, like, the same exact sort of it's, it's yeah it's the same thing where it's like a it is realistic and b it shouldn't matter if it's realistic yeah. or not because magic mm-hmm. when you say something else liz um yeah i i just saw like on on the subjects of realism like it it does matter a lot that there there are um like like julia said like people of color in medieval settings already existing and mm-hmm. and queer people in so-and-so places already existing like in actuality and like it sounds silly to talk about cats but like yes disabled cats are like real they're and they're doing fine whether it's like even stray cats versus like um you know domestic cats and if you're gonna take the metaphor of the cats in the books being people then of course disabled people are just out there living their lives and it's i don't know it's also patronizing the way that the books have done it so far yeah yeah but yeah unfortunately it's will probably be a discussion that keeps coming up because it is an issue that keeps coming up in the books um to this day so god there's one like i know we're we're moving on like there's one like throwaway line where cinder says something about like or like i think fireheart mentions um that Oh, she, he, uh, he's like, when did you get so smart? Um, because she is, like, angry at the other apprentices' uh, cat racism. Yes. Um, and she goes, suffering can do that to a cat. It's kind of a joke, but it's also, like, <sighs> yeah. the whole trope of, like, oh, she's, she's stronger because of what she's gone through. And it's like, oh. Yeah. It's... <sighs> It's also interesting because, like, suddenly she has the emotional intelligence of an adult, come and she has to comfort another adult mm-hmm. because she has suffered, and that means the adult doesn't have to do anything for her. Yeah, it's like her disability erased the fact that she's still a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's suddenly like a little, little wise uh, adult. Yeah, I like. A little wise adult who also doesn't get the privileges of being an adult, which is, you know, choosing what you want to do with your life. Yeah. Or having, like, bodily autonomy. Yeah, I wish 
I wish she was, like, allowed to be, like, angry, like, at the people around her for, like, treating her so poorly. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't even, like, you know, I'm glad that she's, like, still, she's always been, like, a very, like, kind of spunky, like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it no matter what kind of character. Um, and so it kind of sucks to see her completely give up on being a warrior so quickly. But also, like, I wish that we did get to see her be upset or more upset about, like, her life path completely being cut off by the people around her. I mean, um, yeah. The the really weird thing is, like, that didn't happen on screen, like, that conversation. Like, she was, she was just, like, like, recovering and, like, not awake and then we skip to her like being awake and it seems that conversation to her has happened somewhere off screen which is really weird um I think what it says about I guess the writing is that we didn't see it because the authors didn't think it was important to see it which is I mean, it kind of feels like we do see it, though, because she's like, oh, when am I going to go back to training? And Fireheart's like, uh... And then she goes, oh, I'm never going to be a warrior. And that's, like, the sum total of the conversation. Yeah. I kind of read it, like, as, like, the final conversation on that Mm -hmm. topic. That makes more sense. Um, But it's still weird. And there's no real, like... Fireheart doesn't have much, like, internal, like, thought going on in that moment, like, so he doesn't really offer much perspective on that choice. Yeah, and, like, I get, you know, it's Fireheart's POV or whatever, but a lot of the other characters clearly have so much going on internally Mm -hmm. that, like, we do kind of see through Fireheart's eyes that it's, I don't know. It's weird that we don't. If you want your POV character to be in a scene, you just do it. Like you make up any excuse. Yeah, we saw um, Sandpaw for like much, like a much shorter amount of time, and like it was easy to get a sense like, oh, she's really unsatisfied with her, what's happening to her, and why hasn't she been cat promoted yet? And she's really frustrated, and that didn't take very long at all. And you get. There is a sense of sympathy there, and he 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 sympathizes with her, and he doesn't really do that for this, for his own apprentice, who he's just he's known for much longer, or I mean, known more, I guess, like closely. So yeah, like he's very sad, but it's all like guilt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about him. Yeah, it's not frustration for her. It's like, oh, yeah. I fucked up. Yeah, yeah, I really think it. It just comes down to like the writing was thoughtless like yeah yeah. um and it was like not a proper way to handle a disabled character and uh leads to like this kind of like lack of care given to her arc yeah and then we get the cat racism (laughs) yeah it's double whammy (laughs) i guess we will be uh moving on from that topic (laughs) For now, um, because yeah, then it goes right into the cat races. <laughs> God. Uh, which I I 
it's it's handled a bit better because it's actually intentional um is what i will say like it's intentional it's framed as bad yes even if it's like a little you know it's cat racism in a kid's book um it is the metaphor that the kids will understand mm -hmm. um i wrote like three different times cloud kid is a child yeah they're they're (laughs) in all caps they're being like really cat races like worse than we saw Mm -hmm. with like fireheart honestly i'm like this is a this is a like a two-week-old baby Mm -hmm. i listen since it is I know it's cat racism, but I do think it's very funny that these um, these British ladies wrote about uh, made a metaphor about racism and had it be like racism against the white cat. <laughs> oh god! Just, just just a fun little note. That's extremely funny. I guess they were trying to be like, what coat colors would a house cat have? <laughs> Oh it could God. have been like a, a fancy one instead of like white street you know, cats are pretty common know too. You know what I was thinking that whole time? I'm like, Yellowfang's a Persian cat. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, what? I don't think Yellowfang's like pure Persian cat. She's oh an escape God. show cat. That's the secret. <laughs> Yellowfang's so living like the Anastasia movie or whatever. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I was just picturing my cat Kip, though. <laughs> just a little guy. Just a little guy. Just a little fluffy guy, but everyone is like, I want this child to die. I I am glad that we do get to see, uh, I mean, obviously it's it's not great, but uh, I'm glad that we get to see Tiger Claw back at it again with the uh, the Kit murder. The threatening to hit. Yeah, that, that's like <laughs> that's like a couple chapters away, but it is. Damn. I love the scene where he shows up because it's so like just over the top. It's the fucking funniest. It thing was I've actually. Ever seen. I was like, this rolls. Wait, I should um go find it. He's like twirling his metaphorical mm-hmm. mustache. <laughs> oh, you didn't know Tiger Claw has been a mustache cat this whole time. Um, I'm still trying to find it. Um. It's in chapter 24 at the very end. You're right. It is an evil leg. <laughs> the way it, sh- it happens is like, you just picture like, like stage lighting and the spotlight shows up and like a leg just sticks out from behind the curtain. Okay, I, I found it. The scene is Cloud Kit playing with a little moss ball, which is very cute. Adorable. Um... He rolled onto his back, threw the ball up with his forepaws, and kicked it away with his hind legs. It landed next to the nursery. Cloud Kit scrambled up and scooted after it. He crouched a rabbit leap away, his hindquarters bunched in the air. Fireheart watched as the kit prepared to pounce. Suddenly, his fur prickled. A long, dark foreleg was reaching towards the moss ball from behind the nursery. Cloud Kit, Fireheart called, wait! Shadowy images of rogue cats were still fresh in his mind. Cloudkit sat up and looked around him, looked around at him, puzzled. Tigerclaw emerged from behind the kitten, holding the moss ball between his teeth. He carried the ball over to the kitten, dropped it by Cloudkit's fluffy white paws. Be careful, he growled. You wouldn't want to lose such a precious plaything. 
As he spoke, the dark warrior stared at Fireheart over Cloudkit's head. <laughs> like, literal, like, children's cartoon villain out here. It's like, so <laughs> funny. <laughs> You better not lose your moss ball. <laughs> like, literally the mafia, so like, nice kit you got here. Shame if anything were to yeah. happen to it. This is, this is the next little part. Fireheart shivered. What did Tigerclaw mean by that? He seemed to be talking about the moss ball, but did he really mean that cloud kit was a plaything? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's threatening, he's threatening your two days old nephew you know he loves baby murder he he's trying so hard <laughs> he's gonna send your nephew to snake hell well and then there is the whole plot line of like fireheart suspects that tiger claw was responsible for like cinderpaw's accident mm-hmm. yeah um, so he's he's really up on the the child murder or attempted yep. murder his rate of success is so-so, but boy, is he determined. <laughs> yeah, it's not for lack of trying. God, do you think, like, Tiger Claw goes back to his den every time he fails? He's like, if it weren't for those darn kids, <laughs> oh, next time I'll surely succeed. That meddling kitty pet. <laughs> Uh, All I need is a, a big cliff and and um, a, a long trail of temptation treats, and then when the and when Cloud Kit has the final treat, then I'll appear. Uh, I think of <laughs> okay. I think of all the cats. That I could see Stanny too, like a tiger claw could be one, because that seems like the most evil. He's <laughs> <laughs> walking like a man. I think towards... I think he should be one of his cats who's like for patterns make it look like he has a little mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um God. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, but like, yeah, like other cats in the clan are also just being like, I want this child to die. Uh, because like uh, Longtail says at one point like like when Cloudkit gets a fever like he won't last through Leaf Bear like <laughs> happily yeah, they're like they're like joking about how long this this child is gonna survive hey y'all have a low low birth rate low infant survival rate shut up Jesus well, like, are they so numb to to child death like it doesn't happen so often that they're just like whatever I guess um, this is like the cat xenophobia <sighs> speaking of um this is a terrible segue but speaking of bad leadership decisions what's up with blue star <laughs> yeah the scene so was t- Sandpaw. what happened to her the scene even right before Sandpot where Fireheart is like, Oh, I wanna to go to the gathering, um and because I want to like see how WindClan is doing and she's like, I don't need reminding of what you did for WindClan. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> she sounds like she's like she thinks he's trying to like curry favor with her or something. And it's like, no, he's Yeah, like was being normal. What's your what's your damage? Is like is this gonna be a plot point? 
Is she that upset about him bringing a kitten when she's been saying over and over again, we don't have enough lawyers? <laughs> she's the one who brought him in for that express purpose. Right? He was just going by example. And like, do I think it was a good idea? No. Do I think he should have checked? Yes. But, but also like, you deal with what you're given. There's, there have been many worse decisions made in this clan recently, too. This isn't the worst one. It's just... Oh, it's a baby. Well, we did need Every one. Every clan is a smorgasbord of bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be there. <laughs> no. If I had to choose a clan, I clan. would choose Win Clan. They mm-hmm. seem normal. <laughs> they seem but, fine. This is jumping ahead again, but at the gathering, like Tallstar is the one. Tallstar is like, <laughs> we've been minding our fucking business. Like, I don't know what all the rest of you are doing, but <laughs> we're just chilling. Tallstar- Leave us out of this. <laughs> Tallstar is just like, he gets there and laden with, with like Starbucks or whatever. Sorry, that's an old meme, but he's like, Hey, what's happening? <laughs> the room's on fire. I'll start like, we're really busy uh, hunting rabbits. Uh, y'all, y'all figure this out yourselves. Right. It's like, I have to go now. My mom's coming. Bye. <laughs> uh, but, um,. Yeah, there's a there's a scene with Saint Paul at the end of chapter twenty two that was nice. I I like I yeah. like them building yeah. up the relationship between Fireheart and Saint Paul. Um, since he like saved her life, it's I like that it's like playing out over the long term. And it's also mm-hmm. cute that Fireheart keeps being like surprised, like why is she being so nice to me? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's very fun. I think it's also good that he's like oh no go ahead no no go ahead no that's he's like why haven't you been a warrior yet you're like so competent (laughs) yeah graystripe is a warrior mr chucklefuck himself (laughs) yeah can he be demoted and like give it to can they switch yeah i also do like that sandpa like criticizes blue star's decisions yeah Mm -hmm. She is right too. Yeah. Also, she's uh, she's nice about Cloud Kit, which mm-hmm. gains her points. Yeah. It is. She's like, oh, he's going to be fine, and his fur is really thick, so yeah. it's going to be really helpful in the in the winter. Yeah, she's like, he'll, fluffy. He'll blend he'll be... in. <laughs> we'll never Very see him coming. <laughs> oh, the gathering is just a mess. Yes. Yeah, so then the next yes. chapter is is the gathering. <laughs> it is indeed a mess. I uh, I have written on three lines in a row. Graystripe, oh my god. Graystripe, please. Graystripe is gonna cause like, like an international incident. He's he's caused like two indirect manslaughters, um, and now he's going to cause a war. It's it. He is this one mm-hmm. cat. He's he's not doing it anything to hide it either no because he has no plans to stop he's not even like oh i'm gonna roll in some garlic so they don't know it's me or something right he's not even trying to disguise his smell i cannot that's the only thing you guys got your cats do something (laughs) 
Oh, there's another it's airplane. It's like he's trying to sneak into a building, but he's using his employee ID badge <laughs> to do it. <laughs> They'll never know it's me. How? Yeah, all that, could all be another that anyone trip. has to do is come up and, like, sniff him a bit. <laughs> like, why did he come to the gathering? They're gonna smell him. Oh my god. Why did he come? He's clearly not interested. <laughs> He's, he's, like, so checked out. He's he's just... He's wife guy derogatory. Yeah. We also... And I know this is partly, like, Fireheart POV, but, like, because we don't see anything of, like, the relationship between Graystripe and Silverstein. Yeah. We don't see them interact ever. It really is just, like, why is he doing this? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, I don't... Why are you so, like, adamant about this, bro? We have seen a lot of Grey Stripe, though, and if I was Silverstream, I wouldn't be risking it all for this guy. I don't know. Yeah, Silverstream also sucks in this instance, frankly. Yeah. It- no, that's true. We we see Grey Stripe sucking directly, but yeah. she is also, like, putting her clan at risk. Takes and- two. Yeah. At least they're with each other, so they don't have to be with anyone else. Thank God they're out of a dating pool. I know this would cause more problems, but how come she never comes and visits Graystripe? Yeah. There's already RiverClan cats on ThunderClan territory, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wouldn't even cause an, an incident. Oh my God. Why are they meeting in each other, or in like one territory, instead of like starting to meet like somewhere neutral? It seems really short-sighted of meet, them. Why don't they go meet in kitty pet territory? No yeah. one will care. God, right? Yeah. You just go back home and, and Blue Star's like, why do you smell so much like catnip? Like, oh, Yellowfang told me to go get some. Boom. Yeah. Graystripe, so why do you smell garlic? <laughs> I just, just love the taste. <laughs> Um, aside from Graystripe, I uh, have to uh, put an alert on our Fireheart slash One Whisker. <laughs> um, oh, I forgot watch. about that. Yeah, we're on Fireheart oh, One it's Whisker real. watch. It's it's going. It's happening. It it's it's out there. It's real. Um, yeah, One Whisker does glance at Fireheart with an amused gleam in his eyes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about cross clan romance, Bloomy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but is it? where is <laughs> where is the uh, the Fireheart One Whisker um, marriage of convenience oh to cement the <sighs> allegiance between their two clans? Liz, you're so smart. Yeah? Archive of <laughs> our own dot org. <laughs> uh, yeah, like one. I think One Whisker like comes up to Fireheart during the gathering, and it just they're just like excited to see each other again. Mm-hmm. It's a cute scene. Isn't he also like, um, oh wow, Deadfoot said hi to you, what an honor. Yeah. So, like, um, clan dad approval or whatever. <laughs> you've, you've met my family. Deadfoot's the, the dad who wears the shirt, like, <laughs> can't date my talk. <laughs> Great news. Oh, um, yes. Oh? There's 25 works oh, fuck in the yes. tags. Which is a, kind of yeah, a lot. For, There's mm-hmm. not like that that many warrior cats fixed. Yeah. Um. There's three thousand of them, so twenty five for like a pretty obscure rare pair yeah. is not bad. 
Um, the first fic, or the most recent fic of the tag, is um, a Peter Pan crossover. <laughs> in which Fireheart is uh, Peter Pan. Okay. I don't know which character one Wesker is. Is it because he has red hair? <laughs> maybe. maybe? <laughs> um, oh boy. Warrior Cats 11. No. Discontinued until further. <laughs> My god. No. <laughs> you can't do that. No. Oh my god. I think um, whoever wrote the Peter Pan, uh, who orphaned their Peter Pan account, I think they probably wrote this other one too. Oh because this no. Seems... No, no, no. Oh, not no. the one. It's not the oh, one. Okay. This oh, one okay. Um, Describe which is a Warrior Serrano de Bergerac crossover. A what crossover? Oh my um, god. Cyrano de Bergerac, which is the, it's like, um, it's like she's the man type of, like, uh, story where it's like, oh, this person has a crush on the other guy, or on a girl, and I'm gonna, like, write letters. Um, uh, okay. Oh, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's a half of it situation, Paz. Yes, yes. okay, not, see. Not she's the man, that's a different... Maybe this person has a big brain, I think. I think this person has a gigantic brain. <laughs> I'm uh, so happy for them. What a what a great, completely unexpected AU. Yeah, I I don't know what else happened in the gathering besides uh Greystripe being the source of all conflict. Um. Uh Tiger Claw was being pretty like <laughs> aggressive and uh like making things worse than they needed to be and I wish Blue Star would uh tell him to shut up. Yeah, was he like about to like yeah. fucking attack clan leaders or something? Like <laughs> he like I don't know if he like got close to attacking, but he got close. Like he's he's definitely doing a lot of yelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad that uh Star Clan sent a cloud to defuse the situation. <laughs> Star Clan, I guess. You know cats hate clouds. I mean, listen, our my cat Chickpea has spent the last two days like hiding under various <laughs> objects because she hates rain so much. Chickpea. Um, oh, God! Star Clan sends one cloud to pass over the moon. All of the cats, all of them, they just like fluff up. They're like, "A fuck, we gotta go home." <laughs> Cute. Yellow thing is right. Uh, they shouldn't be fighting among themselves, especially during Leaf Fair. They should be worrying about keeping their clans safe. Yeah, she's right. Yeah. Yellow thing has like the one brain in this whole book, mm-hmm. maybe. Yellow thing should leave and join a better clan. <laughs> it's real fucked up here. Yeah, just go make your own clan, Yellow thing. Maybe she should make, like, okay, here's a clan where you can have more than one doctor so I can, like, sleep once in a while. I'm so old. I'm a cat. I'm so oh, old. Oliver wants to go help you with <laughs> I think it's really good when our podcast is interrupted by our actual cats. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of flavor, I think. Makes you think, like, Hey, who's the real kitty pet? Oliver, Chickpea, or us? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm back. Hi. Hello. 
Hello. Um, I don't know. I guess I guess the next like stuff that we've already talked about the um, evil leg scene. Um, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So the next real stuff is like the Shadow Clan stuff. Um. I think that was all chapter twenty five. It was a really fun chapter to read. Yeah, it's like very fast paced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or I thought there was a nice little detail um, when they find the rabbit bones that they're like, oh, this is Shadow Clan. Um, there's a bit about like clan cats normally bury the bones of their prairie as a sign of respect for the life they had taken. Which is, you know, that's a nice little world building detail. I'm, yeah. It will never come up again. Yeah, I'm like, wow, this <laughs> showed up out of nowhere and just for this one plot beat, but okay. <laughs> I know there's there's like 100 more books might show up again maybe be nice would love to know about you know burials and what is the what is the relation between like animals that aren't cats and aren't other carnivores and I, I yeah. what is the what's the the spectrum of like sentience and respect there i don't know like, I know we talked a little bit way back when about how dogs are maybe semi-sentient yeah. um, in this universe, but I this, this is not a red wall no. situation. I think badgers are also sentient. I don't 100% remember. Um, badgers are yeah. always sentient in any animal thing. <laughs> so true. They're just like fun guys. <laughs> yeah, because I'm pretty... They really do have like an outsized impact in children's literature (laughs) for how many badgers actually exist yeah i've never i don't think i've I've ever never seen seen one yeah not even like in a zoo i don't think Mm -mm. um when i click on the wikipedia page for badgers which we've we've done before on the podcast (laughs) one of the suggestions is list of fictional badgers yes it's very big Uh, (laughs) yeah so the shadow clan stuff is like um Tiger Claw gets all gung ho about rushing off to deal with Shadow Clan. Um, leaves the camp completely undefended, and it turns out uh, it's not Shadow Clan. It's like Broken Star and his posse who are who basically just set up like a ambush. They're his friends. The please text calls them his friends. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Bro- <laughs> Broken Star. <laughs> Broken Star's polycule. <laughs> no! <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay, I had to get that out. No, you're... Listen, who's to say? <laughs> who's to say it couldn't be? You're right. <sighs> um. <laughs> just completely got me. Just threw me off. Not just the track, but just, like, the region. I'm in another area code. Hard left. <laughs> um, there's a part where um, it's pointed out that no one is telling Blue Star before they go attack. Yep. And, and then Tiger Claw's like, well, you go tell her to um, Fireheart. And I, I think it brings up an interesting, like, question, like, how much of this is Tiger Claw just acting the way he wants because he thinks it's like the right thing and how much of it is like pre-planned or part of his like grand evil 
usurping murder scheme. Yeah, it is because like it is very clear that like he thinks he's acting in the best interest of the clan. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it happens to be that the he thinks that the best interest of the clan is for him to be in power, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and like I think that's a good point, like how much of this is him scheming and how much of this is him being like, Well, I know it's right and I'm not gonna listen to anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's something we will presumably find out. Um, I am kind of surprised like at almost the end of the book how much he's been in like an enjoyable antagonist (laughs) because because he does like seesaw between like I'm your mean teacher I'm your comically evil teacher and then I'm your comically evil king killer (laughs) he's so fun (laughs) Tiger Claw really is like he's a great character um like he does some some wild shit later uh (laughs) but he's he's one of like you know i didn't read a lot of the later books but he's one of my favorite characters in the series yeah i'm excited to be reading and like actually seeing him on screen because i mean he's mentioned a lot in in later books um but here he is doing his thing doing his his evil leg (laughs) <laughs> reaching out to take your basketball you know I guess the broken star like reveal is because we were talking in um, the first book that we were like yeah the broken star stuff seemed to get resolved like way too yeah. quickly um, mm-hmm. and it I wasn't guess resolved. this is why yeah, yeah. which makes, makes sense. sense yeah because he wasn't killed or anything I just no he just got team rocket blasted <laughs> off <laughs> He's back now. He's here to steal your Pikachu. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean, this chapter is just, like, good, like, like rising tensions, and then also, like, Fireheart, like, making, like, decisions on the fly, and, like, um, there's, like, a, there's, like, a scene where he, like, gets on top of High Rock, which was fun, um, yeah. yeah. Kind of had to take like de facto leadership in like this situation where literally everyone else left. Yeah. Uh, One Eye. Great name. The old well, okay. Thunder Clan okay, cat. Why? One Eye's <laughs> name is like one, and then there's like a little dash I. Why is why is he allowed to? T- I well, think actually, he has a hyphen because otherwise it would be too easy in a row, maybe, which is awkward okay, to read. Maybe. Or maybe it's his surname and he double-barreled with... Why is he a special name? <laughs> he's, he's the oldest one. Okay, true. <laughs> when you get old enough, you get bestowed a hyphen. Yeah. You have to... With every decade, you get access to one more piece of punctuation. Oh, shit. <laughs> Um, but he he goes like, oh, what do you think you're doing up there? Yeah. Um, well, he's very old, so it would sound like, what do you think you're doing up there, young man? <laughs> you're right. I'm sorry. I didn't do a good voice. <laughs> uh... Warriors these days. <laughs> uh, could be a, could be a little bit of a foreshadowing, you could say. <laughs> Who could say? Who could say? 
well, you know, at least Sandfall. Okay, I said I said everyone was gone, but Sandfall is still there. And that's true. Even though even though Blue Star refuses to make her a warrior for some reason, she's very confident. So when one girl bass falls, another <laughs> must rise to take her place. It's like oh god, that's the episode title. <laughs> it's very long. Um the law of conservation of girl bosses. Is that shorter? <laughs> yes, thank you. Is there cat sexism? Uh, I don't think so. I don't really remember that. I don't think yeah. so. Maybe not. Maybe there's, there's like... not really in-world yeah. sexism aside from, Like, there's not sexism. There is, like, un... The role of queens yeah. is... is... Oh, the, the biological essentialism. Um, but yeah, there's not, like, like, like sexism, really. I feel like... Yeah, yeah. there's not, like... No one's like, oh, Blue Star's a girl. Yeah. No. I feel like there's a lot of um, male leaders, but I think I don't. That's just like what happened, I guess. I I think that's the bias of the yeah. authors and yeah. not like any intentional yeah. in world. Yeah. And like, you know, the authors are all women, but, you know, we live in a society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is very funny that like girl character, plucky girl student character. <laughs> Does not get promoted, just as a consequence. <laughs> I I I need to, I I need to know if there's an explanation for why this is happening because it's so funny. There has to be because it, it keeps getting pointed out. Yeah, I think we're gonna get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there's certainly an explanation for like why Blue Star is. Um, yeah, I sort of know about that. Yeah. Well, I don't because I haven't read this yet, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to be like. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best basis of our podcast, though. It is. <laughs> um, girl boss, uh, girl boss starts to uh, behave uh, weirdly. <laughs> You'll never guess what happens next. Can, can I give you some theories? Oh, sure. Yes, please. Um, so have you ever seen Men in Black? Yes. Yes. So you know the alien that's like um, a guy, but it's actually a very little guy in a in a human guy suit? Yes. I think um, Blue Star, in the middle, was abducted <laughs> for... <laughs> Political reasons, and they replaced her with a little blue star replicant. Damn. Um, another reason may be that um, she's being mind. Well, th- actually, that's the same thing. I was gonna say like by a weird cat parasite, but that's kind of the same premise. <laughs> Evil twin. Blue- <laughs> I was gonna say blue stars toxoplasmosis, but um Yeah, they do that to us, not Yeah, I don't think I don't think it goes the other way around. Um Yes. That's it. I think that's Great, it. Evil you. twin or teeny alien. That's the only explanations. Yep. I don't know. I don't know if I have much else to add. Yeah, I think we really kind of 
we covered it. Yep. Yeah. Um, Join us next week to see Fireheart flesh out the alien controlling Blue Star's politics. <laughs> I'm trying to decide if we'll just finish out the book next time or what. Um, I think it's five chapters, yeah. right? We could just finish it. Yeah, I mean, if it ends up, like, it's five chapters. If we go through it chronologically and it ends up being, like, a super long yeah, episode, we can... I don't know. Roll like, with it or do something, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like we've we've hit the... Climax, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Just be special extra long for the finale. <laughs> Yeah, there you yeah. go. Book yeah, finale that's what episode. We planned. Fat style. <laughs> Join us for a four hour long finale. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't um I don't have a segment planned because I knew we were gonna have a long discussion this week. Yeah, I think we kind of said we talked yeah. about a lot this week. Yeah. Um did you did you have something? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not. <laughs> we can we can plan out some some more of my um one whisker fireheart political marriage of convenience. Yeah, you want to end on that? You want to give us some thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, just just going from canon characterization, I think Fireheart's gonna spend a lot of time being like, "Wow, One Whisker is really friendly and competent. What a good acquaintance." <laughs> oh, no, Fireheart, um, oblivious in this case. <laughs> uh, I also think you'll have some sort of major political social faux pas in the middle, of course, which is the crux of the conflict. Um, but uh, he's so darn personable because he's he's got that protagonist personality. <laughs> um, one whisker and his charming Hindu spouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tall star um, orchestrates this, of course. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Tall star is like, okay, you guys need to have a conference about uh, fish trade right now. The two of you only. <laughs> In the idyllic meadow. Here's a picnic basket. Oh my god, there was only one cat bed. <laughs> there was only one pile of leaves. Oh, I love it. There was only one emergency rat sewer. Oh... Fireheart trying to prove that he's gonna he's gonna be a good uh, member of his new clan and just uh, hunting a lot, <laughs> bringing back a lot of a lot of rabbits. <laughs> what whisker finds, just like, oh god, what's something comically large like a deer at the foot of his <laughs> door or whatever? <laughs> do you okay, do this? Are, are, is there cat royalty in this? In this AU, or what's what's the political situation? Um, 
a week well, ago. I was curious, the deputy. So he's yeah. like the the heir. Not really, but you know. Maybe they're just like high-ranking diplomats. I see. Yeah, it's like Tallstar can't marry marry a cat for another clan because that would be too like yeah of course too much. also tall tall star mm-hmm. still pining after his um star-crossed romance with jake of course of, of course. course um he right. sees so, two he, reasons he sees himself in in whiskers <laughs> oh, relationship mm-hmm. also blue oh. star is a lesbian despite her um girl bossification yeah <laughs> Lesbians can be girl bosses. You're okay, right. right. That's so true. You're right. It's equality. <laughs> we can be just as bad as other straight people. <laughs> you heard it here from first folks. <laughs> Proud of it. <laughs> Maybe Blue Star's um, parents were killed by Dalmatians. That explains. T- <laughs> <laughs> that explains their situation. God. Oh. I think uh, Tallstar should get to have a, a good heart-to-heart in which he um, explains to Fireheart that one Wesker is in love with him. So true. Because Fireheart is too dumb to see it himself. And Tallstar is like, this can't this can't happen again. We can't have another Jake. <laughs> Fireheart's like, surely there's, there's no feelings here because of our arranged marriage. Oh, I'm so sad. Yeah. How he can? How can one whisker possibly fall for me? Um, a <laughs> protagonist cat with um, anime hero hair that everyone admires and um, who's extremely accomplished and apparently friends with everyone unless they super hate me. Nobody's a kitty pet, Liz. You're right. <laughs> He's like, but I'm just a kitty pet. <laughs> Is, does, how can, um, does one whisker also have anime bangs? Of course. Yeah. Oh, they're oh, oh they they're in the other direction, so it's like parallels. Oh, so they match. Mm-hmm. I see. So that when they kiss it up, <laughs> it forms a perfect bowl cut. Wow. <laughs> Love is real. <laughs> You complete my stylish fringe. <laughs> I'm imagining like I don't know if y'all have seen um Taman's like perfect circle bowl cut from like early shiny. I feel era. like I remember seeing it. You may have seen I think one of our friends has posted yeah. pictures of it. It's just a real Oh my circle. god. I see it. Yeah, if you just search Tame and Bowl Cut, it'll come up. <laughs> oh my god, it's seamless. Yeah. Just a perfect orb. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to paste it in the chat. That's what I'm imagining um, this, when this they come child. together. It's sort a, of um, It's a young Oh my lad. god. <laughs> It looks fake. It looks fake. That cannot be his real hair. (laughs) Mushroom. Sorry, for people who are not in our Discord server, Liz has just posted this in our Critiques to Read channel. (laughs) Makes you think. 
She really does make you think. So I'm sorry if I've blown out the audio of yeah, laughing same. too hard. I... <laughs> oh boy. Um, maybe we should call it. What a call note to end there. on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks for joining us this week, everyone. Um, as always, you can listen. Wait, you're listening to the show right now. I don't need to know how to do that. You can find the show at Staircast. On well, what if they Twitter. want to switch apps? I, yeah, I mean, we're on other apps. If you want to, if you want to switch it up, go ahead. Um, you find the show at Staircast on Twitter. You can send questions and stuff to StaircastStarClan at gmail.com. Um, join us next week. We'll be finishing out Fire and Ice. Um, who knows what will happen? Um, but until until next time, may Starkland light your path. Bye. 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 Note to end on. Thank you so much, Liz. It's so solid. God. I need to Photoshop this entire heart. (laughs) Please do so that we can tweet it. Okay. It'll be really easy. It's just one shape. (laughs) Let's clap. No gaps. Should I have Craig join? Oh, yeah, maybe. Just in case. Yeah. You can see how it works, too. Yeah. Uh, uh. Oh, jeez. Hi, Craig. Oh, my God. <laughs> Craig, that is scary. I think Craig's going to betray us because he's an evil AI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're about to be in, like, 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh, <laughs> uh, Craig was Tiger Claw this whole time. Oh, God. shit. What if Tiger Claw's name was just Craig? <laughs> that is like evil manager energy. Yeah. That's basically what he is. That is in it, this yeah. Book. yeah. That that is his vibes in uh, <laughs> Fire and Ice. He, Craig loudly or Tiger Claw loudly. If you have time to lean, you have time to clean. <laughs> God. Um Craig's Craig's list, but it's his list of murder victims. It's pretty well, his list of attempted murder victims would be pretty high. Pretty long. God. Um Okay, but I will I will do the intro. Oh, should we do time that is? Oh fuck.